You've planned your wedding. Now let the real fun begin. Registering for all those gifts you'll love just as much as your partner, if not more. <laughs> Crate and Barrel offers the perfect curation of product to choose from so you and your fiance can pick out items that are perfect for entertaining, like stemless wine glasses less chance of spilling, or cozying up for a movie night under our linen bedding. Start your Crate and Barrel registry now at crateandbarrel.com slash gift registry. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded, too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees? 
period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Oh, man. It almost doesn't even get nervous anymore. I feel like we're just pros. You, you, you've gotten nervous for the past almost two years? I Yeah, I get really anxious sometimes for this thing. Wow. Sometimes we just have really big guests on. I don't feel like we have that today, so it's not <laughs> a huge deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, sometimes we have such big guests on that I get, like, my hands get a little sweaty. We'll introduce our guests in a little bit, but before we do that, Ashley and I have got to run down through this episode. The Bachelor season has started. This is episode two of Colton's season to find love. Um, Ashley. Yeah. Let's start with the first group date. The first group date from episode two? From episode two. Okay. What do you think? So, I kind of thought that the Megan Malawi and Nick Offerman thing was kind of yucky. I didn't. I didn't love their part. I loved the part when the girls started getting on stage. The redhead Elise. Yeah. Hers was bomb. Mm -hmm. I thought Colton's was awesome. Colton's part of that date made all the virginity talk tasteful, but Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman made it so cringy. I was like frowning through the entire thing. I just didn't like it. It was so not Bachelor. You know, it wasn't wholesome at all. No. But apparently that's their gig. That's their thing. And they're funny, like they're witty, they're funny, they they work off each other well. And I'm sure like if you were there, it probably uh, felt like a little more like less like just intrusive and more yeah. like flowy and fun. I'm with you. I love dates on The Bachelor that first off put people out of their comfort zones. But second off, you actually get to like know them as people. And I thought this when I first heard the idea, when they when they first announced, oh, this is a date to talk about your first, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, Same. This, I've been uh, waiting one more for this. time. But, I know. But then when the women got on stage, it wasn't just about virginity and it wasn't just about yeah. sex. And it didn't have to be about that. It was like, here's my first time feeling pain. Here's my first time feeling love. Here's my first time, we whatever. And I was like, this is what I love. And I bet uh, if we ever get the chance to talk to Colton, I bet like that was a really <laughs> good moment for him because I know when I was the bachelor, those moments broke through like the traditional kind of uh, dates and allowed you to get to know the women really well. You know, Ben, it kind of reminded me of what I've always told you was the moment that I thought you shine for the first time. It was the sex talk date with the kids. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's like a, it's like a, it's a sex topic, right? But yeah. then you made it so wholesome. And that's yeah. what the girls on stage and Colton on the stage did. But I thought Nick and Megan, I thought she looked fantastic, but I don't think their bit went well. With yeah, the, the last note ABC. there, she did look good. I've never thought she looked good. She looked good. Oh, she looked hot. Like, she's, like, like really de-aging. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Nick kind of looked good, too. He's a funny guy. I was with him at the Cubs game last year. He's a Cubs fan, so I like him. Um, he looked good, too. Uh, you know, the women shine. We, we're getting a little hit here, Ashley. We're starting to see the, some of the crazies come out. Before we move on to the next date, here, what's your thoughts? Is is Demi crazy? Is she just obsessed with Colton? <laughs> what is her thing? Because we haven't quite, like, it's not very clear yet. Demi's the classic girl who's like, I'm so mature, even though I'm young. But she's definitely the most immature of the group. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's weird. And she keeps wanting to bring it up. It makes it yeah. feel a little awkward. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, we've got then uh, the first one-on-one date. Uh, really hard to watch. Like, really hard to watch. I hate when The Bachelor makes things awkward. Like, it, it, I mean, it, it, I'm sure it was awkward in real life. I'm sure it felt weird in real life. But when you watch it on TV and it's, like, played out, and there's just moments of silence where you're sitting in a room watching a television screen. You know how I've said it many times, and everybody on the podcast listening will know this. You know those moments like watching Saved by the Bell as a kid where you had to put your hand over your face and you kind of look through your fingers because you can't watch anymore? <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> okay, so I try to put myself in Hannah's shoes, and I remember how awkward those particular dates are because it's dead silent. Oh. Like, you're not even, like, by the ocean where there's sound of waves. Like, there was uh-huh. just... It was just desolate silence and then i think it always makes you feel more awkward and more self-conscious about everything that comes out of your your mouth so i'm giving her the benefit of the doubt there i get it i do have to give uh colton credit here and i have to give her credit this is something that i that i really think was good i was waiting to see what how colton would respond um to these situations like this do you kiss right away? So as soon as it starts getting quiet, do you lean in and just start making out? Because a lot no. of times on the show, that's what happened. He did it. He did it. Not on this date. He did one one other time. But on this date, he held his own and just sat in it. He sat in the awkwardness. And I think that was a power. I think it's a great move for both of them. Like, let's just sit here and make this thing work. And if it's not, then we're just done. Yeah. Well, what got her out of her shell to open up was, of course, bringing up the virginity topic again. Really? Uh. We, I thought we already got the explanation as to why he's a virgin in episode one from a girl whose name I don't remember. But I thought yeah. we got like the explanation and we weren't going to have to explain it anymore and it was going to be done. And then I was even thinking, I was like, I think we've gone 15, 10, 10, 15 minutes without bringing got up it. the word virgin. And there she goes. That was her in on getting herself to open up. And I was just like, come on, be more creative than that. You totally took like the easy way out. But Ashley, yeah. listen, did she get the explanation? So no, some girl, I, know. I so, know. So she so she didn't see it. I get why she asked. It's a thing. But Colton has so many things going for him. I mean, ask him about his big muscles. Ask him about, <laughs> you know, his perfect jawline. Like, ask him something else. Don't ask him about being a virgin. It's that you, you just be creative. Like, she knows everybody else is asking it. And if I was a girl on The Bachelor right now, I'd just try to get creative. All right. Me too. Like, how about you come up with something like, what's your most embarrassing moment? Like, that, that opens up a vulnerable story. Yeah, I, I'm not against it. Um, all right, next group date. Moving on here. Um, you like this group date. I like the first group date yeah, more, I like but I liked I like these physical activity group dates. I like the ones that people can get sweaty, dirty, and that, you know what, it kind of breaks down those walls as well. Yeah, I like the first one better because it's more like an emotional opener. But, and you, you can tell more about the personality. I'm not. You know that I'm not a lover of physical group dates, but I loved Heather's moment on this group date. It was so cute. I don't know why she was so nervous telling Colton that she's never been kissed before, because I'm pretty sure he was going to feel a big sense of relief that there was somebody there that was more inexperienced than him. (laughs) More (laughs) pure than the guy himself. I mean, I'm telling you. I was kissing girls in the sixth grade. Like how she's made it this long, I don't know, but good on her. Wait. Anytime those stories come up, like pretty proud of them. But my first kiss was 19. So I was like, girl, don't worry. And I'm going to definitely ask Colton this if we ever have him on when his first kiss was. Uh, well, lucky enough, um, ladies and gentlemen, 
boys and girls, people of all ages, Ashley and I are lucky enough to welcome on the guest to this podcast, the man himself, the bachelor of all time, Colton Underwood. Colton, Hi, welcome Colton. to the podcast. Oh, man. Why did, we, why did we make that a secret the entire time? It's in the description of the podcast. We're just oh. so corny. I was just I sitting like here it. listening. You compliment me on my big muscles. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't listen to all I said. Yeah. Don't listen to all that. Colton, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Uh, take a deep breath. I know you got a busy day. You've been doing press and, and you know, all this promotion stuff for weeks now. And so just hang out with Ashley. Now you've been on before. You're a pro at this. Uh, Colton, let's get started. How are you holding up? You know, I'm actually, I'm good. I got... <laughs> These last two days, I got some sleep, so we're all good. Uh, traveling back and forth, obviously, is tough, but I actually enjoy it. I really like the hustle and the grind. Do you really? Like, the, oh, I, this whole, I mean, t- tell the listeners out there, I know Ashley can relate on this, but tell the listeners out there kind of what your schedule has looked like post-Bachelor. Yeah, um, there's been, obviously, set press days here in L.A., whether it's conference calls, whether it's um, remotes where... You just have a camera and other people like sort of tap into the feed. Um, It's long hours. I'm not going to lie. And then it's always you always have to be on. Right. And not that I change who I am. But when you're on and present and, you know, if I do an interview and I like look tired and draggy, like they could take my comments and twist them another way. Um, Mm -hmm. So that part's, I guess, like a little exhausting going back and forth between New York. That's the most draining thing. Yes. It's just turning yourself on. It's like, I, I love this, I but I get and It's not like you're changing terrain. who you are, but it's like yeah. happy having to be bubbly and Your happy. Your best self all the time. Always. Yeah. Always. But um, no, I'm, I got lots of sleep. I'm ready to be happy and bubbly for you guys today. <laughs> oh, geez. Turn it off, man. We, just, we, we want the worst <laughs> no. version of you. Oh, that God. would be so well for us. If we could just get you angry and mad oh, and shoot. irritated. I don't think I, I could ever be mad at you, Ben. Well, come on, Colton. Let's not I let's can't. not start throwing compliments there. Even though, man, you look good right now. Thanks. Hey, um, we're sitting in. This is one thing I do want to take a second. I, Colton, this is all about you, and this whole season's about you. It should be about you. This podcast is about you. Lash and I literally make our living because of you right now. Um, but <laughs> thank you, Colton. I do want to take a second, and you brought up a really good topic that we sit and we use Ryan Seacrest Studio for this podcast, right? And we're sitting in there right now. There's a big sign of his name. Being, you know, you aren't an entertainment, like you're not an entertainer. You are yourself on this show and, and people love you because you're yourself and you're dating these women because you're yourself. But when you do the press and you do talk to people, you have to be like, you can't have a bad day. And like the Ryan Seacrest of the world, they do radio and TV every day. They can't have a bad day. I need to ask you, uh, Colton, like, is it at all draining on you? And you, and I be honest, like, do you feel like at all? Cause I know for me, when I was in your situation, I felt like at some level, my soul wasn't getting sucked, but I just couldn't be myself and it hurt. And it started to feel like I was a robot. A hundred percent. And I've had my days, I've had my, my breakdowns. Like I'll, I'll self admit that whether it's, um, and you know, I try to say like, and I've, I've even said before, like, Oh, I don't pay attention to that. Yeah. I'm lying. Um, I mean, I've read the comments, I've read the tweets. I've, yeah, I've read things I probably should have stayed away from. So of course it gets to be too much at times. Um, and I think the one thing that I have to keep reminding myself is like, this doesn't like this all right now is so much fun and I'm having a blast with it, but it doesn't define who I am as a person. Um, and I think one one piece of advice, Ben, that you gave me a long time ago that I, it really sticks with me is letting this enhance my life and letting this 
um, provide opportunities and meeting crazy people and um, really using it to enhance my life and not define my life. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Chris Harrison gave me that advice. Smart man he is, the host yeah. of the show. Nice. And and I've been passing it down to any bachelor or bachelor I, I can. Like it. It. It's what the, the main thing that stuck stuck with me from our conversations before I even started, uh, you know, going on The Bachelor. It's it's a wild world. Ashley and I obviously sit here and we talk about you every week and, and people are celebrating you. Ashley, I, I, as you sit there and you watch Colton so far this year, I think I, I want to know from you, what are some things in the first two episodes that have stood out to you that you really enjoy about Colton? Well, we just played footsie, so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, like, I, so like, what? I don't know. I didn't know what <laughs> She gave me eye contact. I was like, oops, sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, what have I really enjoyed about Colton? Okay, Colton, I... I hope you take this as a compliment. I appreciate your nerves night one. It was so endearing and it made me feel like you're a regular person and not like this like male model robot. Yeah, I was actually a lot. I was way more nervous than I thought I was going to be. Yeah. I thought like and here was like one thing that I realized and I realized it more as like filming went on. I came into it having filmed The Bachelorette went to paradise and then went straight into the bachelor. So I'm back to back to back. Uh, yeah. And I, I came in like, okay, I got this. Like, mm -hmm. this is how this goes. This is this camera operator. This is this audio guy. Like I felt su super comfortable, but still the sense of the reality of me meeting 30 women, mm -hmm. it, it, like that's obviously nobody could prepare you for that. Nothing, oh. no experience could prepare you for that. And I think like, I just realized I don't have it all figured out. And yeah. I think that's the beauty of what, you know, how this, this season is. It seems so real. It was like a real guy meeting 30 women. Thank Not you. somebody. Yeah, I, I know. I just it. liked I mean, it. Yeah. And then my other favorite thing about you is that you just, you just are very easy to talk to. I feel like looking at every other bachelor, even you included, Ben, you're like a little bit more intimidating because, like, I guess it's on the same wavelength. Like, you're just more boyish and more. I I just find you less intimidating, but in a good way. Thank you. Is that like is that offensive sounding? No, no, not at all. Because like I feel like I could actually sit next to you the first night and be like just jivey, but with Ben, I'd yeah. probably be like, "Oh my goodness, this man, um, he's so smooth and he knows exactly all the right things to say." Yeah, but like I don't, I like I think I realized that too. Is like I don't want people to say just the right things, mm -hmm. and then question oh, are you just saying that because there's a camera in your face right yeah you know approachable there's, that's the word approachable he's approachable well and also i think it helps colton that you've been so vulnerable like i know we've we've hated you know over and over again hearing about you know what your history um in bed has been but it has made you vulnerable. Like it's forced you to be authentic and genuine, something that's maybe one of the things that most of us hide the oh. most about ourselves or talk about the least. Yeah. We've known about it for a long time. I should probably mention that that's probably why I find Colton the most approachable because I went in on The Bachelor being a virgin. Did you did you disclose that in casting? Yeah, did you? Uh-uh. No way. No, they didn't know. Oh, man. And I, like, there's, I could like for sure say like there is no way they knew. Because I didn't, moly. like, I hadn't really told that many people. And the people I did were, like, tight-lipped about it. So Becca Tilly also didn't talk about it in casting. And yeah, I didn't, I never thought it was going to be that big of a deal. Yeah? I just casually talked about it in an interview, or I think I was talking in one of my, the man chats. Mm -hmm. um, and I brought it up, and then it became, like, everybody, you know, everybody yeah. had their opinions on it. Yeah. Which is what the show is, right? I mean, people, they, they like when people have opinions about certain things. Um, but I never... I never thought it was going to be like 
this I don't even want to say powerful because it's not like that, but the, it just, it's like a label. And that's the one thing that's driving me nuts yeah. the most about yeah. it now is just the label. Yeah. And you can't get away with it. They're focusing more, it seems like, on you finding your first and less of you finding your wife. Mm, or maybe they're one in the same. Or maybe well, they're one in the same. Hopefully. I mean, yeah. That's the, that's the, the whole ideal. reason is this for me is like now where I'm at in my life, it's like, when that moment happens, I want it to be with somebody who I could see myself spending the rest of my life with. Yeah. I think yeah. Ashley, uh, you know, from the talks with, with you, Ash, I bet you would agree. Hey, I, we got to take a second. We have a huge fan, a massive fan of Colton on the line right now who has called in. Steph P, are you out there? I'm here. Hi. Hi, Steph. How Hi, are you? Steph. <laughs> good. How are you guys? We're good. We're great. <laughs> Oh, I'm like, thanks for having me on. I feel like I'm such a random person. Is that who, what you guys are doing today? Talking to random people, calling in. We just heard you are a great, enthusiastic Bachelor fan. <laughs> that is, in fact, true. I love you guys. I love Bachelor. But I'm you're a massive here. fan of Colton, correct? I'm a massive fan of everyone. But yes, I love Colton, too. Thank Hi, you, Colton. Steph. Hi. <laughs> what is it uh, yeah. about Colton that you love so much? Um, I think he seems like a very nice guy. You seem like one of the nicer bachelors, which is nice after, um, okay, I got, I lied. I don't like everyone. I got to be honest. I did not like Ari. <laughs> I, I lied. I didn't like Ari at all. So it's really nice to have a nice bachelor back on who seems like a good person. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll tell Ari what you said, too. I, go ahead. I'm I don't kidding. care. <laughs> like, I'll tell it. No, that's not true. I totally wouldn't do that to his face. <laughs> we can't hate on Ari. He just got married this weekend. I know. I mean, that's I a saw, massive I deal. Saw that. I'm sure he, I, honestly, obviously, he would not give a crap what I think about him. He's like, who's this chick? But I'm happy for him as long as they're happy. Uh, Steph, I know there's something on your heart. I, I know there's something you're feeling deep inside. You have questions for Colton. And so take it away. Okay. So, okay, here's my first leading one. I'm so, I know you're probably sick of talking about this, Colton. I know you love, you must be so sick of talking about how you're a virgin, but, or maybe you're not now. I don't even know. I have no clue. But on a scale of one to 10, how sick of you are talking about that? Um, I would say the hardest part for it right now, I knew they, it was obviously going to come up with my relationships with the, the ladies and the women on my show. Um, the hardest part now, I think, post show is like watching every single um, article have the headline of Virgin Bachelor. I think that's what is sort of tough for me because I've gone through it in my life before with football is like I've dealt with my family and my relationships with my friends being dependent on, oh, how's next season going to go? So I've already been in a comparable situation where people wanted to find me and stick me in the box of you know, well, now it's Virgin Bachelor. Before it was football Colton. And there's nothing, <laughs> and they just act like there's nothing more to me. Yeah. That sucks. I get that. I guess, yeah. well, do you, do you think, does it annoy you? Do you think that they like picked you because of that? Or you're kind of like, there's more to me than this? Like, stop. Uh, I mean, it's one thing. I'm not in a position to say what, why exactly they picked me. D is yeah. this part of is this part of the storyline? Is people going, are people going to be invested in it? Absolutely. Um, I hope that that's not the only reason that they picked me. And I mean, I just, I think there, there is a lot more to me. There is a lot more information to be said about the virginity and you will find it out on this season. 
Oh, good. Ooh, I can't wait. Because I, I was so, um, I don't know how much you guys, I don't know how much you guys know about me or not, but I'm a fitness instructor. So today in class, I was telling everyone that I was going to be on the show, and that was like, I was like, what do you guys want to know the most? Like, what, because most of my writers are big fans, too. And we're all in, like, a fantasy league together that I'm losing already, which I'm very embarrassed about. But um, one thing we were all wondering, we're like, do you wish, after all of this, do you wish you lost your virginity earlier during someone who you were maybe in love with in your past, so that it was just not this whole thing? Or are you, like, a no regrets? whatever you know type of person just move on i think in regards to my virginia i stand by the man who i was i stand by the man who i am today um and i feel like you know it's made me not only like while i say it's such a small part of who i am i just think it's a set of morals a set of values that i've carried in my personal life for so long now um that i don't regret I don't regret the decision that I made. I don't regret talking about it on national TV. I just never thought it would get to this point. Wait, I have something to say about this. Because <laughs> after I got off The Bachelor, I was like, oh, I just wish I hadn't gone in like that. I wish that I really, I had a moment where I wish that I had lost it to somebody that I was seeing before the show. And really I was like, that was a huge mistake. Like, he was the one I wanted to really do that with. And now this is all out there. And now there's so much pressure on me from other guys. Like, every guy I'm going to date going forward is going to know this. And it's going to turn a lot of guys off. Yeah, I was but so it's going to turn, turn, turn the turn wrong the, guys. I know. I mean, I just know, Colton. <laughs> so for years, <laughs> yeah, I was like, true. people would tell me that. Yeah. And I'd be like, ugh. I know, I know. But then, you yeah. know, when you get older and you do find the right relationship, then you like know yeah. that that's really what you should stick to. You need to keep reminding yourself that as annoying as it is. No, in the the whole topic of it as a whole, I'm not annoyed. I'm annoyed by the cheapening of it. I'm annoyed when it's just used as clickbait or um, when people want to bring it up sort of in a, in a cheap way uh -huh. or take shots at it or discredit it. Like, I'm not like, I didn't open up about it to say like, Hey, I'm better than this person. It's just part. It's just like, if I'm, if you're going to get to know who I am, like, that's just part of me. Do people ever think that you're, that you are like, this, I don't know how I'm going to say this. It's like the opposite of virgin shaming. People say that if... I like throw it in their face. Yeah, they were like, you think honestly, you're better because me, my, you are pure? No, like, and that's the thing. Like, I don't really talk about it that much. I talk about it when it's appropriate in the relationship. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I talk about it on the show, but I don't have final say, like, what sound bites get used and stuff. So, mm -hmm. they, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. But, I mean, <laughs> I don't... I don't walk around and wear it like on my chest like that. I'll admit to it. I'll own who I am as a person, but I'm I'm not leading any type of conversation. That's why like you didn't hear me talk to Becca about it until it was appropriate, till it was the week before hometown, so she had to make a decision whether she wanted to move our relationship forward or not. Yeah, it was totally the appropriate time. Then. Yeah, I'm not going to just hit him with it night one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like hey Steph, I know you're still out there. Anything else you want to ask Colton before you go? Uh sure. What about Okay, here's one thing that did upset me about your first night or the first episode, why did you get rid of the sloth? She was my favorite. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big 
chemistry and connection guy, and it just wasn't there. It's one of those things that's hard to really explain, but when you have a feeling, like, and also keep in mind, there's 29 other incredible women as well. So it just all for me came down to chemistry and connection. I respect the move. I respect how in character she was the whole entire night, and I know it's not easy staying in that outfit. Because she had to stay in that the whole night. <laughs> she was warm. So, yeah, it's yeah. cold that way. Right. Yeah, she, she, she was warm in the tree, crawling around, whatever she was doing. Yeah, but you know what? I'll say that I, I, I personally, I mad respect. She stayed in character the whole time. Well, you do, um, have, a, you do have a lot of good girls to choose from this season. Though, yeah, so. he does. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have a special announcement to make. The sloth will be on during the last segment of the show today. Oh yep. my gosh, yes. Like that. <laughs> I, I really, I love the entrance so much. I always think if I ever went on the show, which I wouldn't because I'm married, but uh, I would do something crazy and weird like that. I was like, that girl's my girl. <laughs> hey, Steph, thank you so much for on the podcast. Thanks for having me, you guys. Can't wait to watch tonight, Colton. Thank you. I can't wait to watch yeah. too. <laughs> Bye. Okay, Colton, I want to just revisit the... Uh the fact that you didn't bring it up in casting and that you brought it up when you were just having a casual conversation in the house. Yeah. Did you get used to having these casual conversations? Because like last night you talked about um, how you told one of your teammates when he just asked you the question point blank and yeah. you're like, I was searching for a lie, honestly. And then you just came out with the truth, which is a, a scenario that I was in a zillion times. I was, I, whenever the topic of sex would come up anywhere in school with yeah. my friends straight to lying or straight, did you pivot? I would pivot. I'd be like, if it was like girl talk, I'd be like, does anybody need any water? Yeah. And like, I'd get up to go to the fridge or like, I got to go to the bathroom. And, you know, I just walk away from the conversation. I was the same. Or I got super quiet and it was just so awkward. People must yeah. have been like, why doesn't she ever participate in these conversations? So did you get used to it? Be yeah. Before going to the bachelor house. Uh, about talking and talking about it? Yeah. No, but this is the like the reason, the whole reason why I wanted to do the bachelor and I, and I went on was... It was a point in my life where I just wanted to start coming into my own. Mm -hmm. I want to start owning who I was as a person. And I wanted to start like really focusing on my personal life. So that was just one of those moments where I'm like, all right, I'm in like, I'm in this. Let's do this. I got to work and I got to like, I have to continue to push myself. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I have talked about it before. I don't even know where I would be personally. Like, Oh, the growth that like, you have on these shows uh, is unbelievable. It's so insane. I'm sure, Ben, you, you've been through it too. I, I mean, don't even know if I would have been able to start dating. It just cha it changes the way it changes the way that you go about every other conversation in your personal life, whether you're dating them or not. It's just, it's so refreshing to be direct, say what's on your mind. And then also just not be afraid to be vulnerable. Like if like I, I don't know. Now, now it's just like my friendships have even gotten stronger. Mm -hmm. We went from one extreme being totally secret of it to be like, okay, 100%. you can ask me. I'm an open book. I'll tell you everything. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's, I think it's a better, healthier way to live. Yes. Every uh, date I start out with now, I start out with, hi, I'm Ben. Did you know at one point I was the bachelor? Um, hey, <laughs> before, uh, before we continue, Ashley, yeah. uh, something that's on your mind and something you're really proud of, something you love very much, you have to tell our fans about. Jared and I went to Janner Manor Part 2 this weekend down in Orange County, California, and everything in their house <laughs> is from Crate and Barrel because we found out that they had a Crate and Barrel registry for their wedding, and we're like, where'd you get that? Crate and Barrel. And we're like, where'd you get that? Crate and Barrel. I'm like, wow, we got to put all this stuff on our registry because it's so nice. 
What I love about Crate and Barrel and having a Crate and Barrel registry is that all the pieces are timeless and they evolve with your style. Just like Jay and Tanner were able to go from one house with the same decor and plates and glasses as they were in their new house, which is a little bit of a different style. And Crate and Barrel also makes entertaining effortless. You should have seen how Jade was just able to like make breakfast and put everything out in like the, the most beautiful layout with all her Crate and Barrel products that they got from their registry. Also, they have amazing beds and Jared and I were like, that's something we forgot to put on our registry. We need new duvets, sheets, pillows, bath towels, all that stuff. It's so nice from Crate and Barrel. Jared and I love to come home and unwind after a busy day. We look forward to just coming home, sitting on the couch or lying in bed. And we want it to look as good as it feels. And that is the perfect combination that we get with Crate and Barrel stuff. So whether we are lounging at home, just the two of us, or whether we're entertaining, Crate and Barrel's got everything we need. You can start your Crate and Barrel registry today at CrateandBarrel.com. Again, if you are preparing for a wedding, you can get your Crate and Barrel registry Registry started today at crateandbarrel.com. So when you did have that conversation and you were like, oh, actually, I've never slept with somebody on Becca's season, did they like pull you into an interview right away? Um, As far as what? They were like, oh, my God, we just got amazing dirt on this guy. Uh, No, now because no, they knew about it because I, I brought it up in the house. Yeah, in, no, in my no, interviews I know. leading into it. Oh, you did? Yeah. So you I didn't were, just drop... You were interviewing about it. I was interviewing, and I think I was having a conversation with Jason. I don't know which one came first um, in the house. Okay. And then they started... Yeah, and then we just started having a conversation. And like I said before, like that's where the growth comes in. is because mm -hmm. the more that I realize, like, as you talk through things... And they, they kept asking me why, like, or what was it? Like, how, what did you do in your other relationship? Like, how, how is this dynamic? And like, for the first time, I'm actually putting it into words for yeah. myself to hear too. And yeah. I think that was, that's what was so cool about it. That was the question that I hit. Not only did I hate the question when, when you'd have sex talks around you and you yeah. tried to avoid them, I not only dreaded just saying I'm a virgin, I dreaded being like, be, having my friend be like, why? Yeah. How? Because I didn't really even know how to describe it. Well, it's not like for me too, and I don't know about like you, but it's not a simple answer. No, it's not. It had like a whole bunch of different reasonings. Exactly. With all piled into So one. like, and, and I think as our society is, especially today and how, um, I don't, I want to say this in a tasteful way, not lazy, but we just look for that simple we just look for the simple answer and oh, to yeah. move on. Yeah. So if you have to think about it at all, it's just like, okay, well, he must be lying or he must be doing this. It's mm -hmm. because you just don't want to put the effort in right? to like actually understand or get to yeah. know the reason yeah. why. And you just didn't want to be thought that you were weird. I'm like, don't, I mean, if I really were to explain this to you, you wouldn't think I was weird. But right. immediately you're going to think like, what yeah, in the world is 100%. wrong with you, right? So, well, Colt and I could talk about this forever. Because ben, do you have any non-virgin really, questions? That really, we understand each other a lot on. I get it. But, I get it. And I'm glad you guys got to talk. Okay, I know, Ashley, I'm you've had now. a lot of thoughts. Uh, I've known, uh, and Colton, you know, you're a lot more than this conversation. So I promise you one thing from here on out. No, nothing we're going to talk about is going to be about you yes. being a virgin. I don't really want to hear about we're it. I, I don't like thinking about it, buddy. I would never have brought it up if you didn't, you and I didn't have similar situations. Never. We would have never brought it up. It would have never been a conversation know, we would have It's had. just more interesting because we've both been identical situations except for you're the bachelor and I was never like the lead and that I can't even imagine how annoyed. All right. Okay. It's my okay. turn here. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Colton, 
Yes. You're two weeks in. Uh, it's no secret to most uh, that you've been through this now. You're sitting here and you're talking about it. Do you still believe The Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette, can find you or anybody else love? A hundred percent. I I will go to bat and I will back the franchise up until my last breath. I pro- like. I always said too, and I don't do the apps. I've watched and I have friends who have dating apps, but I actually think what I've experienced on The Bachelorette and in Paradise and on The Bachelor has been some of the most real connections that I've I've ever had and where I think people can because when the phones go away and you actually have a genuine conversation and you talk about meaningful things, like it's so powerful how it can advance a relationship. It really is. It's it's just like microcosm, this like space. I was just telling somebody the other day, um, I've started dating again. This is big news, right? Ooh. I uh, I am dating. Are you on an app? I, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, I'm actually dating one person that we'll talk about in a couple weeks on Ooh. the podcast. Oh my god, big uh, reveal! Wow, teaser, reveal. teaser alert. Um, yeah, so so just I'm keep listening to that. I'm honored you shared that with me. Um, well, you know what? Why not? And and so I'm excited about. It. So here's the thing: we were talking the other night, and I was saying the Bachelor is a really great thing because it is. It, it forces you to have conversations. And right now, the girl that I'm talking to is long distance, and so we Facetime a lot, and it feels very similar because we don't get time together. It's very intentional. It's very focused. And if we're gonna if we're gonna spend any time with each other, it's gonna be in conversation. Um, and she's like the best, purest person I know. And so like a lot of those conversations are about our lives. So anyways, Colton, I think you're spot on. I, I do believe also the show can find you love. Second question. This is a two-part question. Uh, so let me finish here. I'm going to say first, the first part of this question is what's one thing that bothers you most about watching yourself on TV? You've had enough time now on television. You've seen this. And the second part of that is what makes you, and, and I promise this is going to get better, unlikable. Um, I would say... What bothers me the most on TV? I just, I think right now, like just the the constant conversations that even I'm articulating like with the virginity thing and how the sexual undertone of his, of the whole show is like, I had an idea of that before I went on, but knowing like my grandma's watching and uh-huh. my aunts and my families and my oh, little brothers, man. like, and that almost answers your other question too, where it's unwatched. Like that's the part I'm just like sort of cringing when I hear myself even talk when I hear myself oh, talking yeah. about it. That that hurts, right? Like yeah. those intimate moments, even the kissing. I remember yeah. I was watching episode four at my house in Warsaw with my parents and their friends, right? And so they had a watch party. I was able to get home for that. And so I was sitting watching my episode and there's this like really heated makeout scene, right? And so you can hear it. Like the show loves <laughs> to like do the noise effects where it's like, mm-hmm. yep. and I'm sitting there in this room full of like my family and my friends friends and my pastor which is great i'm sure he's all for it i have nothing against making out but it feels weird oh ben i did a watch party on the bachelor at the children's hospital for my hometowns to celebrate like i went back oh, with the kids great. at back and i visited <laughs> and i completely like i was like oh this is a great idea like we'll tie it into like the same day like beck and i and then oh. i was like oh my gosh i forgot to tell her i love her at the end of this and like we have a full-on Makeout session, mm. and I'm sitting there with like the kids uh-huh. and their parents, and we're all watching them. So I was like, "All right, we could go do something else now. Like we don't have to watch this part." But. Oh, you should definitely go watch it at the Children's Hospital for the uh, the shower scene that I've been seeing in all the previews oh that you have coming. You know up. how That's many showers intense. I took? The the one where the showers coming down and some girl jumps ben, on you and you're holding her. Ben, up. you ready for this? This is like a spoiler alert. We had a yeah. shower B-roll day. No pickups. What? Yes, it was awesome. That's a lot. I don't mind watching the shower cool. And Thanks, you're a good man. guy. I, I, you're real, yeah, you're real strong. 
chiseled. Hey, uh, okay. What makes you most likable? What are you watching yourself? I remember when I was doing it, there was a couple things. I was like, you know what? You're, you're carrying yourself. Well, you're doing all right. You're looking them in the eye. You're, you, you're intentional about your conversations. Ben, nice work. What is that about you? Um, I think like the one thing that I tried to do well on my season was sort of what you were talking about earlier. I had been through this before and I had been on the other side and I know at times it could be hard. I know at times it could be challenging to open up. Um, and you actually see that in the episode. I tried to make everybody feel as comfortable as they could so that I can get the best out of them and I can mm -hmm. also get the best out of myself. So I really prided myself on trying to really relate to them without speaking for them. And I think there's a fine balance of that. But then, I mean, I also wanted to challenge them and push them too, where it's like, I don't want to have to carry the conversation. But I just feel like making sure that they were comfortable in our moments together was very important. That's so poor. Yeah, that is. I, oh, a couple of the secrets, Ashley, I don't know. What was it for you while you were doing uh, the show, Ashley, or even now when you go on, you know, all these Access Hollywood, all these things you do, what is it that makes you feel comfortable in front of the cameras? experience <laughs> yeah i was gonna say just uh being used to it at this point yeah yeah i don't really think there's a trick it all depends on like whether it's live or not too i thought what we did last week with the live premiere was nerve-wracking mm -hmm. but tape things you're like oh you know i could have cut that out i thought you killed it too by the way you and jared yeah, are a you good hosting really good. team I thank got, you. Because I, I sat in the green room the whole time. I oh, watched, thank you. I watched the show. Thanks. It was actually nice. I know. I saw that you like liked my Instagram and commented under it. I was like, what is this man doing during <laughs> his live premiere oh, that he's still I was on Instagram? In a green, I was in a green room being hid from the Hollywood party until like my big reveal at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually got to sit and watch the show, and it was, it was really cool. Ben, you did really well, too. Your super fan was cute. Oh, she was oh. adorable. Yeah. Got about two minutes. Two minutes out there, and I made the most of it. I screamed, <laughs> and I yelled, and I picked her up. You did a great job. Oh, yes. Um, this is a question for both of you. Uh, Ashley, I'd love for you to answer this first. Colton, answer a second. What makes a good bachelor? Colton goes first or I go first? You go no, first. I want you to go first. Oh, I think approachability makes a really good bachelor. Mm. I think a, somebody who brings out... Uh, she, somebody who just makes all the girls as comfortable as possible. And... Uh, Does yeah. Colton do that? Yeah, that's what I was saying honesty that works that's important attractiveness works you need that um ben whatever you guys are you too well it's oh, that's interesting sweet. you bring that up because before i left for filming i didn't like i anything that i do i try to do to the best of my abilities and i try to do my homework so i obviously watched ben back and because oh was there any other season that you watched back I, I've, I've watched, obviously, I watched Ari's, I watched Ben's, and I watched Nick's. And one thing that I realized from talking to all three is, like, you're going to have your own experience with this. And you're not going to do things perfectly mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. And everybody has your, their unique thing. So, like, as much as I wanted to be like, oh, I want to be like Ben in this moment, it's like, no, I want to be Colton. Like, yeah. I want to be true to who I am. And if I make a mistake and if I say something wrong, then I say something wrong, I'm going to own it and move on. Like, but what I, could you really say wrong? I, I don't know. I mean, if that's the thing is it's like you, you can't mess I, I could up have done bad. things better though. Like you could always do things better. Like I'll, I'm looking back at this like, oh man, I could have handled that conversation better. Really? Even these two Even, episodes? Yeah. I mean, I think there's always obviously room for improvement, but like, I don't know. I will say like, I just feel this season I stayed true to who I was mm -hmm. through and through.
That's awesome. Well, that's the only thing. I mean, as you sit there and you talk to these women and you can walk away going, hey, I'm going to have done that perfectly. You're, you know, you're not going into these going, I'm going to be perfect. You're going in saying, I'm going to be Colton or I'm going to be Ben or I'm going to be Ashley. And you hope to walk away feeling that same way. I think the one thing that you could do wrong to answer that for both of you, I think arrogance and uh, a lack of humility uh, and this entitlement comes off terribly on the show. And I think you can see that. And I think the bachelor and bachelorette oftentimes struggle with that because they get this big head, they go into it feeling like they're Prince charming or, or, you know, that they're queen of the world and it comes off on the show. Colton, you haven't shown that yet. I'm still waiting. Here's, here's something I always bring up on this podcast. I think the best bachelors and bachelorettes, it's how they react to really hard situations. I, I was don't... humbled on the show. I got humbled. Did you? Yeah. There was, there was a moment where, like I said, coming into it is like, I have this all figured out. I've been on two of these things before, like watch, uh-huh. watch me do what I need to do. And I got, I, yeah, I was humbled. Huh? I mean, I think that's exciting. I, mean, I think for me, uh, and Ashley, tell me if you disagree. I think for me, that's not exciting to watch. That's good for me to watch because it means it's real. That's a real moment. Humility and being humbled is an authentic, genuine moment that you can't force or fake. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just, and that's that's when, like, it really got, I was obviously pushed the most, too, is when things didn't go my way. It's like adversity, right? And that's when you grow the most is when things don't go your way. Things how do are you, supposed to go you your way as The Bachelor, though. But see, that's that's what everybody thinks. Yeah. But that's not always the case. <clears throat> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My final question for you, Colton, until I send it over to Ash to plug away for a couple minutes here is what is the one thing, Colton, now that you're sitting here in week two and the rest of the season is in front of you that you've learned from doing this whole experience? It's hard to pick one. I've learned so much, obviously, about myself that it's been so good of my needs and my wants in my life. But I think just coming into my own as a person and as a human being, and I'm still working on how I could be better. Um, I think we always are, but I, th- I just, what this opportunity has done for me in my personal life and how comfortable I am owning who I am now has been like the, the best thing about it. Hands down. I agree. You, I agree for awesome. you. That's awesome. That's really great. Hey, uh, Ashley, before I send it over to you, I do have a question for anybody in the room. This can be anybody. One that we wanted to ask and nobody knows anything about. Is the Bachelor Mansion going to be used ever again? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We have people in here that that are confirming this for sure. Yeah. I, okay, I so, am my producers in here. Shout out to Lady K. She always kills it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Oh, I was wait, Megan. You have a new haircut right now. Looks bomb. Um, (laughs) I read this. I don't know. It was like a meme or something that the word virgin was mentioned so much this season that the devil who created the fires just is like, we can't even go there. We can't even go hit that house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. It's sacred ground. Okay. Anyway, I have fun questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. Is this Jurgen's tan that you have on right now? A hundred percent. I used my Jurgen's face moisturizer this morning. He's a big fan of Jurgen's. I think he's trying to get a sponsorship. This is unbelievable. Oh, they messaged me. Oh, they did. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, we'd like to send you all the Jurgen products you'd like. What's your favorite? Yeah, hundred percent. 
Awesome. Well, it looks really I'm an really Instagram real. influencer now, guys. Come on. I gotta step my game up. It looks awesome. As you... my producer is like cringing over there. She's like, no. I like to break the fourth wall, you know? Yeah, me like, too. Let's, like, I wish they did that more every season. Oh, Come on, Megan. I did too. I, I see too. Lady K. You do want to break that fourth wall more. It's so good. <laughs> Oh, All it's right, so good. Go. All right, fun questions. Okay, Here we go. Fine. Ben's like, stop. Okay, yeah, I know. True or false, your monthly skincare routine costs $500. True. I just found that out. I actually just started using, like, uh, what I was what I was using. I didn't know how much it cost. So you were, wait, oh, okay. So another sponsored thing. No, no well, The Bachelor blessed me with, um, you know, obviously hair mm-hmm. and makeup. So Yeah. Oh, so then you got addicted to what they were giving yeah. you. Yeah, Gina. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. Gina is the show's hair and makeup. Yeah. Um, and she did an amazing job with all like the products and sitting down with me and like really finding out like what I like, what I feel comfortable using. She's the best. But then what she was using on me, like I was like, I want, I need this in like my daily life. So you saw a difference. A hundred percent. That's awesome. Well, do you want to give yeah. a shout out to what you've been using? Uh, Jergens. No, it's shout okay. out to Jergens. Okay, just Jergens. We're just getting sponsored by Jergens right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I give you props for having an expensive skincare routine. Yeah. I do too. Um, let's talk about Jason and Caitlin, your buddy Jason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? What about, are those two together? This week, they've been very obvious that they're together. Yeah. He was on the show about a month ago now, and he got. A lot of giggles out of his system, but never said why he was giggly. And uh, I think they've been together for a bit. Do you know exactly how long? I think they've been together for a bit, too. (laughs) But I don't honestly, I don't know. And as somebody who's speculating on my um, relationship right now, I feel like when they are comfortable to make their official announcement, although I feel like it's happened they because did that this <laughs> they've been all over each other on social media. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, good for them. He seems very happy from what I've seen on her. She seems very happy. They are both good people. Mm-hmm. So I hope they have. Have you hung out with them yet together? No, I have not. Okay. What is the tattoo on your arm? I have a tattoo, 2911, and then I have a cross on my wrist. What's 2911 mean? It's Jeremiah 2911. What does it mean? And it's like hope for a future. And it's been something that I've always stuck with since football is God has a plan for you mm-hmm. and just trust in his plans and everything. It's almost like everything will happen for a reason, but just trust in him and you'll be good. Well, God's on your side right now. That's Thank for you. Sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> One was one was your first kiss. My first kiss was my freshman year of high school. Okay, how how old are you when you're a freshman? I don't know. You're fourteen. Fourteen. So fourteen. Okay, tell us about it. Um, I was watching a movie, laying down. You had a girl over to watch a movie when you were fourteen. Uh huh. Um, I don't remember (laughs) what movie was playing because I obviously had my first kiss, so that's all I remember from the day. (laughs) Um, and it was really awkward really bad but yeah it just wasn't it wasn't like the best okay was it sloppy did she use tongue or something like too no, much tongue no it was just like a quick peck and then like an awkward like staring at each other's eyes <laughs> <laughs> like oh, that just happened <laughs> are you gonna give heather her first kiss this season um you never know i mean there's obviously <laughs> more conversations that need to be had and um if anybody understands where she's coming from and how hard it was for her to open up it's me trust me yeah i know right yeah you get it you guys are on the I same understand. team yes uh my last question is the future of the hannah and kaylin duel these two are obviously going to go at it 
fantastic decisions on casting's part for this drama. I do not read spoilers. I do not know if they go on a two-on-one, but I'm assuming they do because there couldn't be a better two-on-one. They're going to be my two-on-one for sure. Yeah. Um, Who's I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for you guys to like really watch the dynamic of that all happen because it was very intriguing for me as well. And just keep in mind, like, and you know this, producers don't tell you what's going on in the house, so you get to hear and experience things from what they tell you. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously a lot of conversations that that happen. So my point of view on this right now is that um, Hannah is made out to look like the more dramatic girl, the one that's a little bit more high strung, a little bit more emotional, and Kaylin's really chill. I always find that on the show, the girls who are chill end up winning out, but I'm not really sure. You ever heard like like less is more? Yeah. I'm a believer in less is more, but I I can't speak to who is, I I think tuning in, because I don't want to say anything that you take out of that people take out of context because it hasn't played back yet. Right, yeah. But you will get answers and clarity to that. Yeah. And I think you'll it's just it was also an interesting dynamic for me to have to deal with too and and really like figure out and ask the right questions. Okay, okay. So and then I have one more last question now that you brought this up. How close was Hannah to really getting the axe on that one-on-one? Uh very. Yeah. 100%. If it was later in the season, would you just have let her go? No, and I think I think what I realized too after after our date was I feel like you know sort of what you were saying earlier is like you know how awkward and silent times and making toast and how intimidating that can be. I didn't because I'm coming from the two previous, so I'm used to it. I'm yeah. ready to go. I'm like, okay, this is easy. You should you should be able, like this is her first time being filmed doing something, and I for I forgot about that. Oh, when. The toast, like I would just like hide. I'd be like, "Do not look at me. Do not ask me to do the toast." I, I don't yeah. know. It's when I blink. Yeah. So what? I mean, I don't know, Ben. What? What was your? Ben obviously was a master toaster. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, when I mean, in doubt, you can when, come like, up with when like, in doubt, just compliment. Fluff words. Like that's my whole thing. Is like when in doubt, to make the toast. Just come on, somebody. guys. Hey, speaking of fluff, <laughs> speaking of high quality skincare routines, <laughs> Ashley, tell our listeners out there all about BioClarity. Ben. This is your favorite thing, though, so I want you to tell everybody about why you're so obsessed with it. I can do that. You know, we're just talking about Colton's Colton's, Colton's skincare routine, and I've got to tell you about mine. I use BioClarity. Always have, always will. BioClarity is a garden-given, skin-loving, beauty brand that wants to help you achieve beautiful, naturally glowing skin. What healthy eating does for your body, BioClarity does for your face. Their green skincare line offers essential products to help clear up and calm your skin or keep it balanced on track with daily nutrients. I love BioClarity. It's been my routine for a while. You can see, I mean, I think uh, last week I, I saw Jared for the first time in a while and he came out to me and he grabbed my face. He said, it's so smooth. It's so soft. And Ben, you look <laughs> younger than you ever have. And I said, Jared, coming from you, buddy. I appreciate that. It does. It makes my fit, my my skin glow and and it's smooth and it takes away all the redness and the weirdness. So I enjoy it. I think you will too. And that's why I'm telling you about it. And also they help us out with the podcast. So we, we're all friends and family here. Here's the thing. This is my favorite routine. The essential routine cleanses, restores, and hydrates. It's the best for my normal to dry skin. It contains hydrating plant extracts, plus Floralux, chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root, argan, olive and shea 
softens skin, minimizes redness, reduces pore size, and even skin tone and texture. Also, I'm really into face masks right now. I like them. I live alone. It's my thing. I go home at night. I pour a glass of wine. I kick my feet up on the couch. I put on a good old John Wayne Western, and I put on my face mask. It's a beautiful thing, and I love doing it. I'm trying to do three face masks a week because my mama told me it's the best thing for me, and Ashley agrees as well. And my favorite on right now is the clarifying mask from BioClarity. It evens out your skin tone and texture while also shrinking the appearance of pores. And the best part is that it doesn't dry your skin after. Take the first step to healthier, more radiant skin by going to what? BioClarity.com right now. Our listeners, when you purchase a skincare routine from BioClarity, you'll get a free clarifying mask with your order. That's a $25 value for weight free. That's free, but you need to enter our code famous at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and then use our code famous at checkout to get your free clarifying mask. When you purchase a routine online, I don't know what you guys were talking about before the break. I don't think I fluff words. It's, it's really easy to give the toast. You look at the women in the eyes, you call them beautiful. Cause they are, you say there's compliment and you look at them and you say, I know this is hard. I know this is difficult. None of this is easy. This is all weird for each one of us in this room. I forgot that. Like, I really didn't have that perspective. I don't know. I I felt like I was like, okay, I want this one to go really well. Like, it's the first one. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the first time where I was like, oh, I don't have this all figured out. Because that was like the moment where I'm like, isn't one-on-ones are supposed to go great? Like, one-on-ones are supposed to be like, shoe in for sure. Here's your rose. Like, we have a great connection. And that wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. And that was like the first time where I'm like, oh, boy. Like, Right off the bat, here we go. Like, I don't have this thing figured out. Did you try to lead the conversation more than we saw? It was almost like you were waiting for her to but talk I was, to you. because I was, ch- I want to, like, just as much as I want to be challenged in a relationship, I wanted to challenge her, mm-hmm. too, and really see what, you know, what she brought to the relationship. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if I had to say who I think your favorite is at this point, and Ben, I'm going to ask you who you think his favorite is at this point, I would say it was Hannah G. You're like all up in Hannah G's grill. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're basing that off of the, the first yeah, impression first two episodes. in the first two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, she's like, she's got nice eyes. Yeah. Like I said, it was all, it was all chemistry, chemistry and connection from very early on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Ben, who do you think he's into right now? I mean, Hannah G's got to be it from, from episode two. I mean, episode two, there's no question in my mind. When Colton looks in those those big old eyes of Hannah G's, he sees a future. Will that change? <laughs> we don't know. But what we do know is Colton survived his season of The Bachelor because he's in studios with us today. Colton, yeah. so far, here's my critique of you. You're doing great. Don't change. You're a good man with a good heart who's going to make an amazing difference in this world way past this show that's going to be way bigger than this show ever was. So far on The Bachelor, uh, you've been sensitive. You've been kind. You've been supportive. You've been honest. And I know that you cry, which is important to me. I think there's a Bachelor a few years ago that said they'd never cried during the show. I said, well, that's just ridiculous. Who in the world? I forget. But if you don't cry during this show, I don't know if you have a heart. I don't know if you did. I agree. I'm it was say, Juan I mean, Pablo. It, it, it might have been. <laughs> Colton, with that, 
Uh, Ashley and I really support you coming in. Thank, thank you, uh, you for guys. taking time. I know you're a busy guy. I know you've got a lot going on. Um, but thank you for coming in and talking with us. If you ever want to stop by again, I bet we could find some time for you. Until then, we'll just be talking about you behind your back. Perfect. I tuned in. I, I know. What what word did you say that I, I used too much? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> I, I know. I need to extend my vocabulary. Actually, funny, like a little uh, behind the scenes thing. Caitlin... Um, my producer on the show bought me a vocabulary book, like a word book. So that's that I could sign, buddy. That's not a, that. That's no, a but it is like, out. I continue to grow my vocabulary. <laughs> like I were, I was becoming a better person. Every day I do this podcast. I think I need that book. Yeah. Do you want to borrow it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it actually gives you like, it, it shows you how to use it in a sentence too. So it's like, have you cool. really incorporated a lot of those words? I tried your... to. We had daily words where it's like, I want to squeeze this word into this day or this toast. <laughs> a synonym book. Yeah. Yeah, I that's awesome. All right, hey, uh, thanks so. Ashley, yeah, uh, your favorite brand out there. Uh, you you wear bras, I think. Um, <laughs> I don't think Cold and I do. Fifty percent uh, of the but time, it's, it's really up to him. Uh, but you really love this bra that we're going to talk about right now called Third Love. Ashley, take it away. Okay, so I'm going to tell you why Third Love makes the perfect fit. They use millions of real women's measurements, and Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and an incredible feel. Did you hear that? It's not just a size. It's also based on shape. Mm. They have more sizes than any other brand. Third Love is the industry leader with 70 sizes including their signature half cup sizes which my sister and i learned that we were once we started wearing third love bras quality is in every stitch details make the difference from premium fabrics to excellent design convenience it's better than going to the mall and getting fitted for a bra because you can actually just go online and find your fit in 30 seconds with their online fit finder quiz then you order and you try on at home and if you don't like it returns are like no problem but you're probably not even gonna have to return in the first place so they have cup sizes a through h and bands up to 48 50 percent of women fall in between those standard cup sizes so third love invented the half cup size for that and i just bought my new cotton collection bra it's so comfortable it's like i'm not even wearing one so soft and smooth third love knows how to fit a bra to every woman and our listeners are going to get 15 percent off their first order just go to thirdlove.com slash famous right now to get the perfect fitting bra get 15 percent off your first purchase by going to thirdlove.com slash famous for 15 percent off today Ashley's done telling us uh, about her bra and everything great about it. This podcast is really kind of like broken through. I feel Ashley so close and connected with you that we can talk about bras. And I think we've talked about tampons and condoms before on this thing. And it just doesn't feel weird anymore. I'm really happy that two years into this, this is where we're at. But we've gotten our questions out of the way. You're probably sick of, you know, where, where Ashley and I's minds are. But our fans out there, there's a Facebook group for the Almost Famous podcast that's active and ready to ask Colton all the questions they've been wondering. Ashley has the questions in front of her. Ashley, get these, after it. These are so fun. Colton, from Katie, what is your biggest turnoff when you're getting to know a girl? Mm, I'm a I'm a hygiene guy. Okay. Like, brush your teeth, put some deodorant on, shower every once in a while. D- does she have to shower every day? Uh, No, it just, I mean, just smell decent. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
because I shower every so day. So hygiene. Um, from Sam, how long, I mean, how does it differ from being one of the 25 guys on Becca season to being the leading man? Are the emotions similar? Well, it changes because I hand the roses out instead of being handed a rose. <laughs> so you're more <laughs> so, in control. So that's, so that's nice. Um, are the emotions similar? No, but they're, they're different in a, and it just, they're in a, just in a different way. But yes, it's as emotional, just in a different way. Okay. Colton, hold up. Time out. That, that did not do it for me. No. Are they similar? No, they're just different in a different way. What do you they mean? Didn't answer the question. You just said no. They're different in a he's different way. He's a well He's a well Let me read the question. <laughs> are the emotions similar? Like what? <laughs> what are the emotions? Like what? Uh, let's go into a little bit. No, I, the I emotions, not motions. The emotions. emotions yeah. 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 What? What are the two different emotions you felt during the each? The emotions season? are different because you're on the other side. Like you're you're sitting there and you have to break up yeah. with women a and lot of guilt yeah there's well not uh, only guilt but it's just like the trust factor are you trusting your gut are you really like you have to be confident and you said that to me too ben in one of our chats it's like you just have to be confident in the decisions that you make because it's going to eat you up mm-hmm. um so like then there's always that emotion that's in it but then it, it just was an emotional roller coaster because you leave these dates where it's like oh this is amazing I'm on a high and then you find something out about another relationship. You're like, oh, this could be pivotal. So it's like the ups and the downs are higher when you're the lead. Did you at all feel weird, Colton? When, because uh, there's two, two two elements here. There's a deleted scene that you and I met, and I get why it's deleted. You had a lot going on. There's a, a big show in front of us, but I did. We sat down. I was like, "Hey, man, you're. I know you've got a heart on you. Like, it's gonna hurt to break up with these girls." Yeah. Uh, and you're like, "Well, then, how do I do it?" It's like I, you just do it. Like, and, and it sounds like shallow, and it just sounds simple. But once you feel it, you almost you think it through and make sure it's the right thing. But you just got to do it and be confident in it, especially early on. Was there ever a moment this season that you you let somebody go and you go oh no i made a mistake wait that's so weird that was our next question from lori weird i like lori (laughs) well she basically she asked if that happened on night one but in general or night one i tried uh, i actually tried my hardest i remained confident in all the decisions that i made and going into every rose ceremony or any time that i was about to let somebody go Mm -hmm. i really sat with it and i really let it process through like how does this change you know how does this change moving forward how I feel and I really owned it like I made sure that I sat with it long enough before I made any decisions so did you know a couple hours going into the rose ceremony for the most part yes yep this is from Matt he says I feel like all the virginity talk makes me wonder if these girls are there for the right reasons do you feel the same I I think I'm going to interpret that by saying do you think that some of them are objectifying you and making it seem like they just want to take it I will say this, um, if this was the, and I don't, we talked about this last, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to come off like weird when I say this, but if this was a bachelorette and could you imagine if a guy, a guy walked up and I had fun with it, but could you imagine if a guy walked up with like a cherry and popped it? Like, no, I thought that was just if the roles were reversed, it's just a much different conversation that we'd be having right now. We talked about that last week. Do can I have fun with it and play along with it? Absolutely, because that's just like that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, we'll, we get into more of the serious side of it for me later on and in the later episodes when it's appropriate for me to share that. But um, I don't think the virginity talk 
correlates with right reasons per se. I think it just correlates with like when it is appropriate in our relationship to discuss How it. How creepy would it be if I was on a season with Ashley and I, <laughs> Ashley was the bachelorette and I walked up and I said, I don't know what's going to happen, but I wouldn't mind taking that virginity. That is so creepy yeah. for a guy to Isn't say that to a girl. Weird? I, and it should be I thought agree. of as the same. I agree. You. And it's just like the, the double standard that we're in with society and people can make their jokes and make their pun. And I think like that's, I guess the hardest part too is just a punchline and stuff. So, um, yeah. All right. This question is for Molly. What advice would you give to other young men who are choosing to remain a virgin in adulthood? Um, I, I think I really struggled with owning who I was as a person. And I think right now with, being the bachelor and having, if there's any silver lining in all of this, it's just that I hope that the young men out there see it as an example of like, there's nothing wrong with waiting and there's nothing wrong with like losing it whenever you, it's your personal choice. It's your body, your choice. But I just hope that people see that there's nothing wrong with waiting and it's okay to be different. And in fact, I encourage people to be different. I encourage people to stand up for what they believe in and own who they are. Exactly. And my last question from Facebook is from Danny. And it says, is there any specific part of the show that you're super nervous will or will not air? Mm. Or like, you I know mean, how Ari- here, here's what here. Yeah. Here's something that's always been on my mind. And I think people forget this too, is like, I'm going through this and my family's super excited that I had this opportunity to find love and like be the bachelor. But like my grandma watches this, yeah. my little cousins watch this. Um, these women and these ladies, fathers and mothers watch this. Mm-hmm. So I just, it's in my hopes that it stays respectful through and through. And it is remained of a show f- finding love instead of chasing a virginity. Yeah, I hope that's that's that would be soon. my my only thing that I would be nervous upon is like the tastefulness towards the end mm-hmm. um, and dealing like the with fantasy all of that. Sweet week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you give us a little taste though, Colton? You probably get a pretty good sense of where this goes and what the dates were structured around, what the conversations were like. Yeah. Um, do you think it changes at some point? I mean, we're two weeks in. Uh, obviously, we love The Bachelor. We love The Bachelorette. This is a show that we have a podcast on. Yep. I would like to see it. If my, We've talked about it last week. We'll talk about it this week. I would like to see it change gears and go away from just talks about you being a virgin and whoever else is a virgin. Do you feel like it does? Would you get a sense that it does? I will say yes, it does. Um, okay. Week four probably is going to be... The most pivotal, I think, in terms of that, it gives people a better understanding and it sort of goes away after that. Like, oh, okay. it's just, it's one of the things you were talking about earlier. It's like, how many times does he have to address this? How many mm-hmm. times do I have to talk about it? And I think it finally gets to a point where it's like, everybody has their answers. Everybody has their clarity that it's just like not a topic anymore. Oh, nice. Cool. All right. Good. People are excited about that, I'm sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, Great you brought know. up a good point. It's like, well, why do you keep asking? It's like, well, just because one person asked doesn't mean they get to see that or hear it out of my mouth. Yeah. So, yes, I was on repeat a lot of the times throughout this season. I, I prepared myself for that. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was going to have to talk yeah, about it. I know. I just wonder if it's like why it's making the cut so many times. I don't know. That's, I mean, it's not up to me. Yeah, I know. 
Hey, that's our Facebook questions. We appreciate our Facebook group. The supporters and fans out there are always encouraging, loving, talking, laughing, and making fun of Ashley and I, and we couldn't be <laughs> happier about it. Thank you to everybody out there on the Almost Famous uh, Facebook group. We'll be continuing to pull your questions, talk about your conversations on there. Let's build this group to be a behemoth. Let's make it something great. Hey, Colton. For anybody out there listening, they love you. They support you. I have a feeling you're going to walk away being one of America's favorite bachelors of all time. But to say goodbye, I think we got to give you the platform to speak to all of your fans out there. And then Mike drop this thing and get out of here. You've got a lot of things to do today. We yes. appreciate you, Colton. Thanks for coming on. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Thank and you. You guys, I have a feeling. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you, Ben, specifically. True. I think it's okay. Anybody out there listening, give a little message. I just want. I mean, I I would say this: own who you are. Um, I went through a lot of years of my life, like just really trying to come into my own, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can always get better. You can always do things better in your life. I think just having that understanding too. But um, no, I mean, I just want to thank you for the he wants to thank you for the support and just let you know that. In week four, it's all going to go away. Yeah. If I had any <laughs> message, stick with us. Yeah. There's more than just the virginity topic this season. Yeah. I'm sick of picturing you in my head losing your virginity. <laughs> Every time I hear it, all I think about is just Colton and whatever is going to happen in the end of this thing, and it gets weird for oh, me. Man. Colton. Is that the thanks. weirdest thing you've ever heard? <laughs> From Ben? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Colton, thanks, buddy. Thank appreciate you, Ben. It. I appreciate right. you. Bye. Thank you so much. Ashley, we love our uh, our sponsors. Uh, we love the people that put this, put this podcast going. Uh, I need to tell you a little bit today about Ritual because I know you love them, and I love them as well. Resolutions are really hard. We're two weeks into 2019, and it hasn't gotten any easier. So hard. Listen to this. 80% of us fail at sticking to our resolutions each year. There's no quick fix when it comes to better health, and that's why Ashley uses Ritual. The obsessively researched vitamin for women. Rituals Essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of in our diets, all in the purest, cleanest forms. No shady additives or ingredients that actually do more harm to your body than good. Ritual Essential for Women, the multivitamin reimagined. Yeah, yeah, Ben, let me talk about it. Since this is a vitamin for women, anything from D3 to omega-3, Ritual Essential for Women fills those gaps in a woman's diet. And it has a fresh, minty flavor, no fishy aftertaste. That's like one of the main reasons a lot of people don't take vitamins is because that, that yucky aftertaste. This is minty, minty and fresh. Ritual is traceable and transparent. So for you obsessive label readers out there, all of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients. And they soar, their sources are 100% out there for the whole world to see. Like you said, not shady. Ritual is delivered. A subscription is easy to start and it's easy to snooze. It's only a dollar a day to have the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month. Better health doesn't happen overnight. Start your year with Essentials for Women, a small step that helps create a healthy foundation for 2019 and beyond. Visit ritual.com backslash famous to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com backslash what? Famous. 
I have an insane stat to share with you right now. Did you know that on average we throw away 80 pounds of clothes a year? 80 pounds. It's zero. And by buying secondhand clothing, it helps reduce eco-impact by 73%. ThreadUp is the world's largest online consignment and thrift store where you can shop for high-quality pieces for up to 90% off retail. They have over 35,000 brands ranging from Gap to Gucci. Plus, if you go to threadup.com slash almost famous today, you're going to get an extra 30% off your first order. It's super easy and it's fun to shop. You can save your sizes and your favorite brand and filter the site out to find exactly what you want. They have so many cute things. A lot of the stuff that I wear, even on Access or on the red carpet, are from ThreadUp. Uh, there's thousands of new items that are added every day to the site. They make you feel good and look good. And you can create the wardrobe and closet of your dreams this year with ThreadUp. So go to threadup.com slash almost famous for an extra 30% off your first order. That is ThreadUp, T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash almost famous. There's not an A in there. That's Thread, T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash almost famous for an extra 30% off today. Terms apply. As normal, uh, Colton is a great guest. I want to thank everybody out there who allowed Colton to come on. I know he's protected right now, right? He rocks in with an entourage of people, and they uh, pointed to the Almost Famous podcast, and they thought this would be a good platform for him to get to, uh, for all the listeners out there to get to know him better. And and we just want to thank you to anybody that made that happen. Uh, Colton was genuine as usual, authentic as usual, um, and and he was also honest as usual. Our next guest has seen Colton's honesty up close and personal after being eliminated on night one. She's now on the podcast. We know her as Sloth Girl. Are you out there? Hi, guys. How you doing? Yes, it's Sloth Girl. Good. Hi. What's your name? I know it, but tell everybody. <laughs> My name's Alex Steve. Alex Dillon. Alex, how does it feel being known as the Sloth Girl this week? <laughs> I'll take it. It's uh, definitely new territory for me, but I guess it's kind of cute. Sounds kind of sexy, so I'll make it work. Soft girl. Is it weird that you got eliminated night one, and yet you are still one of the most talked about girls? Um, I mean, it kind of makes it makes sense just because it's such a strong gimmick. Um, so no, it's not weird. It is just a little funny though because so many people, including Colton, I'm sure, do not know my actual name which is just so funny to me. But, uh, yeah, no, it's been nice so far. It's been kind of cute. There's been some love, and then there's been some negative comments as well. So it's been all across the board with the whole sloth gimmick. You know, we've uh, we've recently, from the Bachelorette season, we've had Joe, uh, grocery store mm-hmm. Joe, go from being eliminated on night one to Dancing with the Stars. Do you see yourself from Dancing with the Stars? Um, so I'm not really the best dancer, I'm not sure if that's really a factor here, but so when I'm getting the comparison with Joe, I mean, obviously I love the comparison. It's so flattering. At the same time, I think it's just so vastly different. Um, From my understanding, what Joe did was he was one on the show and was like, hi, like you look so beautiful. And that was it. And then America just fell in love with him, which is so fascinating to me. Whereas with me, it's a totally different story. I went up there and I was a sloth and I was hanging from trees. It's totally different end of the spectrum. Um, I do apologize for going off that tangent there, but of course I'm definitely open to dancing with the stars. Not the best dancer, but 
you know, we'll see. Well, do you think that your gimmick failed you in the end, or do you think you would have been eliminated either way? Oh, that's a fair question. Um, well, it definitely did fail me because I did not get a rose, but at the same time, I did talk to Colton, and it was definitely without the costume. It was as on Colton, and I just word bonded all over him. So knowing me and how excited I get, that would have happened regardless. And I probably would have done something just as weird but a little more subtle if I did not have the costume on. So props to Colton. He's an awesome dude. But I think even if I somehow was able to continue on in the show, I don't think it would have worked out in that kind of way. That's maybe being kind of harsh towards myself. Maybe not. But I'm, there's no way to tell. But knowing me, I'd be kind of freaking no matter what. So not sure. Do you, how does it feel like the feeling of going home at night one? It's obviously light out. We saw it on TV. You walk in, it's dark, and then you walk out, it's light. What was your, what was the emotions? I was tired. Oh my God, I was tired. And it was actually my birthday that day, which has made everything so much better. And I remember as I was leaving, one of the girls, she was not being patty whatsoever. She's being sweet. She's like, well, happy birthday. Like, have a nice ride home. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. That's great. Um, it was so shocking that I think it was okay. Like, you know, in movies when you're outside and everything just, it's a such disaster and then it starts raining and then it's like, things can't possibly get any worse. It was that kind of feeling, which is why I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go home now and take it like that. Um, yeah. Does that answer your question? Am I word vomiting again? Cause I feel like I am. No, Alex, you're doing great. Don't be, don't be nervous. This is just a podcast. It's Ashley and I. We just hang out and talk to each other. We were word vomit on each other all day, and people still listen. Alex, oh. we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Uh, we hope to see the sloth around more. Uh, Ashley, I know you're wondering this. Mm-hmm. Final question. I got one. Could we and would we see you in paradise? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair question. Um, I'm definitely open to anything I'm kind of just winging it. I don't really know what I'm doing with that kind of stuff, but I'm so open to anything. I'm definitely single, so I don't see why not, but I can't confirm anything, of course. Oh, so that sounds like maybe you're not open to it because maybe you have a boyfriend. No, no, no. I'm open to it. Of course I am. It sounds very fun. I heard. I don't like him that much. (laughs) He can go. He can leave very quickly. He's not that important. Hey, Alex, thank you so much for coming on. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast, and we will talk to you soon. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Good to meet you. Good to talk to you. Bye. Good to talk to you. Ashley, to close out the podcast today, we have a couple listener emails. What a what an episode. I mean, again, we bring Colton the Bachelor on the episode, and we still have reader emails or listener emails. Ashley, I'm going to yeah. read the first one to you. Okay. Uh, it's from Anonymous. Uh, we love Anonymous. It's our favorite. Yeah. They say too much virginity talk. Well, we couldn't agree more. I like how you all discussed how over we are about talking about Colton's you-know-what. I don't even like saying it, they said. Also, I liked how Ben, well, I appreciate that, pointed out how disgusted he was with the girls saying that they wanted to take it. However, I just want to point out one thing. Ben brought it up again in the same joking tone that the show does. Colton's not in bed with anybody, and it's really and it really aggravated me. I just want to point out the stark hypocrisy there. So that hopefully I don't have to hear it again. Hey, uh, I don't remember 
exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I'm sure I meant it in the best of ways. We fill two hours or an hour and a half of talking and sometimes things just don't come out the way you desire. And so with that, I hope you keep listening. I'll probably make you mad again. And for that, I apologize. (laughs) Then we have another one from Megan. She says, I wanted to say thank you for bringing attention to the fact that it seems like the show is on the borderline of shaming him for his virginity. I'm still a virgin myself, and it brings out so many insecurities to see someone constantly talked about like he's a freak. Hmm. I, I think a freak is a, it's a strong term. I, 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 I mean, so I think too. talking about even being a virgin isn't necessarily calling him a freak (laughs) but hey whatever you want hey this one's from cindy colton premiere says i hated the premiere of colton season i felt the live watch parties were too much to keep popping over to it really took me out of what was happening with colton and the women by the time we got to the rose ceremony i could not even remember any of the women and was not invested at all in who he picked hey we've talked about it cindy Episode one is always bad. I don't think there's ever been an episode one I've watched and I've been like, that is incredible. It's nice to meet the people, but you really start meeting them, I feel like, this week. On on week two, we really got to know the women a little better. So I'd say week one, you just kind of do it. You get it over with. It's the entry. And then you really get into the season. I get what you're saying, Cindy. It's tough. You know, the the show might have done itself a little bit of an injustice, but we enjoyed doing it. Ashley and Jerry did a great job. The rest of the team did a good job from here on out. I think we can all promise no more live watch parties. Ashley, ben, what an um, episode. We we got it. I know, and we're still not done yet. We have to touch on Ari and Lauren's wedding. I think we oh, yeah. would have brought that up earlier in the show if we really had some scoop, but we don't. Um, I just saw on Instagram uh, a lot of our producer friends um, attending the wedding. Everybody seemed so ecstatic about it. Chris huh? Harrison posted some nice posts. Uh, Lauren's dress was beautiful. There is no baby bump in sight with the dress. And uh, their venue was just as magical and Twilight-esque as Lauren and Ari painted on the in-depth episode with them. They they are a really wonderful couple. Lauren is absolutely gorgeous. Ari hit a home run. Ari cares about her so much, so she hit a home run in return. Their lives are just getting started. Think about this. They just got married, and before we know it, we're going to be talking about them having their baby and starting this life together. We don't have a lot of scoop. Uh, I'm sure there's a couple kisses here and there from somebody in the crowd and whatever, but we just don't know it. We're going to keep digging. But either way. Uh, let's just celebrate them. All the listeners out there, make sure you tweet them, um, but tag uh, the Almost Famous Podcast in your tweets and let them know that this podcast loves and adores them. Next, we brought it up with Colton, uh, and we got to bring it up here. Um, we're still digging into the details here, but the Caitlin Jason scenario, it would be crazy if we didn't talk about it. They're a thing, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm seeing. Like, that's this is not just like a – they went on their date. Uh, that was highlighted and talked about on Caitlin's podcast. But this is like now a thing. Yeah. So they had a scheduled first date and that was supposedly in Denver on Saturday. But I think we all feel like their first date may have been months ago. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, a, I, I'm trying to figure this out from what Colton said, what we hear, they probably have talked for a while. But now, for whatever reason, it's time to publicize it. So let's call this their first official public, publicized date. And so it was publicized. We'll, yeah, we'll say that this is the beginning of a maybe a relationship. This was, I, the, this was their weekend. This is the start. You know, the, the crazy part, Ash, and I want to hear what you think about this. 
is once you publicly talk about a relationship or show it off on social media, unless you're you're not monogamous, which I, I know that's a thing that people choose not to be as well. But if you're in a monogamous relationship, once you promote it on social media, you're probably you're pretty much saying like, hey, this is the the person I'm dating. Like if Jason and Caitlin were trying to just get to know each other, it feels like they took the step down to say, and we ain't dating anybody else. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I'm really happy for both of them. They seem so happy. They're like giddy. Don't you find them giddy over each other? I mean, from watching the Instagrams, I was watching Instagrams uh, a little bit ago. Yeah, they seem very giddy. It's, you know, it does feel like these bachelor relationships happen a lot post show. It feels like, you know, you, you do the show, you get off the show um, and you end up kind of relating with somebody or meeting somebody. This feels like one um, that has some legs, at least from what we've seen. You got to be happy for him. You know, we got to bring up though. How do you think Sean's feeling? I don't know. I guess we'll ask him next week when he's in studio. Exactly. Great tease there. We're going to have Sean Booth uh, next week in studio talking about everything. I mean, this is an in-depth episode. Uh, we did it with Ari and Lauren. Um, it's a spinoff off this podcast. It's one that we just want to dive into Sean and Sean alone and hear from his perspective. Uh, you know, we're fans of them all. We like them all. This is obviously not an easy situation because of the public uh, lives that they live. But Here's my last question. For anybody out there listening, please write us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Ashley, I want to hear your opinion. This is going to be brutal. Does it matter how Sean feels right now? I mean, it matters as a person, and it matters to us as friends, and it matters to the people around him, and it matters that we support him. But is there any problem publicizing this relationship? You know what, Ben? That's a fantastic question and one that I don't even have my own opinion formed on right now. Well, we'll look to you then. Anybody out there listening, please write us. Please tell us. I'm just saying, I, I don't know where that boundary is. How long do you wait? Uh, do you? What is the respect level? When do you enter back into a relationship? It's something we've talked about in my own personal life. I've been affected by this. Uh, we've all kind of been affected by this, especially in the day and age we live in. It's a topic we want to talk about, and we want to hear from you. So, again, email us at Ashley at iheartmedia.com. Well, before we go, we want to say a special thank you to Crate and Barrel. Start your Crate and Barrel registry today at crateandbarrel.com bioclarity go to bioclarity.com and use our code famous at checkout to get your free clarifying mask when you purchase your routine that is the mask that ben wears three times a week when he's lounging watching westerns not a girl third love go to thirdlove.com slash famous now to start your perfect fitting bra and get 15 percent off your first purchase that's jared's favorite one Oh. Hooks you up with those nice ones. Ritual. Visit ritual.com backslash famous to start your ritual today and thread up. Go to threadup.com slash almost famous today and you'll get an extra 30% off your first order. And if you have something you want to tell us, please email us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. We love all your feedback. With that, this is episode two of Colton's season of The Bachelor, but it's episode bajillion for Ashley and I. We're going to keep <laughs> talking to you. We ain't stopping anytime soon. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. And we'll talk to you really soon. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.